Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I am your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 17. I cannot believe that it is August. I can't even get over the fact that summer is almost over. You may have noticed something new in my episode intros, which is my new theme song. Shout out to my friend Brian for creating that intro. I am literally obsessed with it. I asked to do him to do like upbeat, fun sounds. I don't know even, I don't even know how I explained it, but he nailed it. He did such a good job. He's so skilled, so shout out to him. I really appreciate uh, him working on that for me. And I just am so excited that I finally have an intro, like I'm a real podcaster now. And I've also been doing an ad for Anchor, which is super exciting. I can start to make some money on this podcast. So if you're listening to this today, I truly appreciate it because... You are really going to help me in this podcast journey and for me to finally make some money out of this. It was always a hobby and just enjoyment for me, but now that I can make money from it, it's going to just be that much better. And I hope that if you want to make a podcast, you will use Anchor to create that. So I just wanted to do a little shout out for that as well. So I want to do a little bit of a recap today. Um, I know I usually don't do recaps, but I am a big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. And I know a lot of you probably are as well. And if you're not, then you might as well just skip this part if you're like, absolutely, I don't want to hear about it. But I couldn't help myself. This week's episode of The Bachelorette was so good. It was so intense. And I was just like, holy shit. So maybe Bachelor in Paradise is starting August 16th. I think it would be fun if I did a recap of that as well every week. So if you're really interested in that, definitely give me some feedback. So this week, Katie is down to three men? No, it was four men. And so this is the point where she has um, them... She meets their families, okay? So hometowns, quote-unquote, is what it's called. Unfortunately, because of COVID, the families, you know, they couldn't travel to where the four remaining men are from, so they had to kind of have their families come to, you know, Katie, and that's how they met. And so she got to meet the the families of the men that she's dating and I do have to say it was pretty it was pretty intense I mean it's definitely an awkward situation like being on the show you know that the 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 main person or the lead I should say is dating multiple people like you know, they should know that as the family members going into the situation that, you know, their son or, you know, whatever, their friend, their sibling is on the show to date the lead, but also there is multiple other men dating her as well. That's kind of the show. So with that being said, 
a lot of the family's questions were surrounded by, oh, are you in love with our son? Or have you told him you loved him? And you know what? Her response, I think, was perfect. She said, I'm not going to tell someone I love them till the very end, which is usually the engagement. And I was like, you know what? That's that's a fair statement because, you know, when you start throwing the L word into your relationship, it kind of gets real. And she's still dating three other men. Well, four at the time. And so I was like, you know, what? I respected her for making that choice and making that decision and telling, you know, the parents like, hey, yeah, I'm not in love with your son yet, but it's possible. So I thought that that was really interesting. I just love how Katie just like really speaks her mind. She's been so good. If she sees something that she doesn't like that one of the guys are doing, she tells it like it is and is just like super straightforward. And I think, you know, if I were to be on The Bachelor or I guess Bachelorette, um, not that I would because I am completely in love with Tyler. But hypothetically speaking, if I were on the show, I would be so blunt. I would call people out for shit that they were doing because in reality, if she decides that she doesn't like you or doesn't like what you're doing or, you know, your behavior is off, then she can say, see you later. And that's the, I mean, that is the show, I guess, so... So one of the guys, his name is Justin. He's a really kind guy. I think that they kind of have a connection, but I actually don't really see it very much. Like they obviously clearly have a, you know, a connection because he's, you know, one of the last three to be on the show. Um, And Katie's kept him around. So clearly there's something there, but he hasn't gotten much airtime. I don't know if it's because he's not being dramatic enough or what have you. But I want to throw this out there, and I'm curious what others think. If you were to say yes to an engagement, you know, being on the show or being in a similar situation, which I know is very rare because The Bachelor and Bachelorette is very, very unique. But anyways, if you were in a situation where you were going to be engaged and you didn't meet the person that you're going to be engaged to family, how would you feel about that? Would you say yes, you know, with not knowing their family? Because in a lot of certain situations, a lot of people say, you know, you're getting married or you're getting engaged to that person, but you're also marrying their family. And I do think that that's very true to a certain extent. Like, obviously, the relationship is between you and that person. But I do think that, you know, being close to their family, liking their family, them liking you is a very important part of your relationship. And it can be very difficult if the family doesn't like you or vice versa. So I just wanted to ask you guys, would you get engaged to someone if you hadn't met their family? So Justin's family, unfortunately, couldn't make it to see Katie and Justin. And so his two best friends came instead, which I thought was super nice. Um, I mean, at least Katie could meet some of the people that he's really close to, but I thought it was a really tough situation for her to be in just to think like if I were to be engaged to this guy I don't even know his family so that was just a thought of mine at the end Greg went wild if you watch the show 
he kind of went off his rocker. He was very manipulative, by the way. He was saying things and really gaslighting her and just kind of not letting Katie speak and just like pretty much giving up and just walking away when they were in a, the middle of a conversation. And she kind of had, well, she didn't have to, but she chose to, you know, kind of chase him you know, downstairs in the hotel and he was like going outside and she was just like, what is happening? And so that was really tough. And I understand he kind of spilled his heart out to her and she kind of just said, I just love looking at your face, which I understand in the context of the show. If, you know, if you're expressing your love to someone and that's all you're getting in response back, I can see how that could be a very difficult situation, but he really was very manipulative, in my opinion, to what she was, you know, her feelings. And he was just very manipulative. Um, and I thought it was very wrong. And so I am dying to know. It, they, it ended on a cliffhanger. And it kind of showed, like, her, him wanting to leave and go home. And then she wanted to leave. So now there's only going to be two men left. And I don't really know if her connections are as strong as with those men as it was with Greg. So very curious to see how it all unfolds next week. So I will talk about the, the finale on next week's episode. Okay, switching gears here. So I kind of debated. I'm not going to, I'm just going to be straightforward with you guys. I'm not going to lie, I kind of had a creativity block this week. I was very up and down on what I wanted this podcast to be about. I kind of went back and forth in my head. I even wrote notes and then I kind of scratched them. I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. So I finally figured it out today. And so just wanted to share a few things and then we will get into the episode. So first things first, a little update on me and my life. I am super excited to announce that I signed up for a life coach class online. I am super excited about it. It's something I've wanted to do for a while now to help out the podcast, kind of, you know, if I have interviews with people, just kind of understanding and how to give more advice to people and also to just like benefit my life and my interactions with people and my, you know, Um, conflicts with anyone that, you know, me and Tyler or my family or my friends. So I'm very, very excited to, you know, become a life coach and be able to make this podcast the best that it can be. And I am just very, very excited for this opportunity. Um, I bought the class online. It is going to be, I'm going to get a certificate at the end. Um, to be a life coach. So I'm super excited. And so I will definitely share that journey as I go along with the um, class. And yeah, so stay tuned for that. So I actually saw an Instagram post of a picture today that said, dating is exhausting. How many people do I have to explain my trauma to before I find my soulmate? I feel and I, I saw that and I was like, I feel that so hard. It can be extremely exhausting to date and just tell your story to so many people and then just like do it over and over and over again. I totally can relate to that. Before I met Tyler, I was on dating apps for years, which I'm sure many of you know. I've definitely talked about it 
and it's definitely exhausting. Like you tell this person that you're talking to all about your life and all of the, you know, the stories and, oh, my favorite color is this and I have a brother and I have a niece and nephew and, you know, this is my past relationships and this is my story. It can get very exhausting, but at the same time, it should be fun dating. And if you're feeling that, you know, it's, you're kind of burnt out of it, maybe it's time for a break. And that's totally fair. You should be allowed to take a break. I know so many of my friends that are dating right now, they've taken, 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 geez, they've taken breaks. Uh, And I think that that's okay. And it should be fun. And it should be exciting. And if you're not feeling like dating is exciting and fun right now, definitely reach out to me. Let's chat about it. Because I think I could help you out. Um, So that was just a quick little snippet that I found. And I was just like, you know what, I want to talk about this on the pod. Because I think you know, dating, it can be very exhausting. And once you're burnt out of it, it's like, holy cow, I need a break. And that's totally fair. So give yourself that break if you if you need it. Okay, so let's get into our podcast segment. So today's episode is going to be about breaking up and how to get over it and how to, you know, make yourself feel okay going through the grieving process. So how to recover from a breakup. First things first, there's so many reasons why you and your partner might have broken up. It might have been you have both grown, unfortunately, separately apart. Like you've kind of went your way and they went their way and it's just not working anymore. Or maybe, unfortunately, you got cheated on and you're so fucking hurt and you're questioning why someone could do that to you. Or maybe you guys don't really get along very well. Maybe there's a huge factor of why the relationship ended. And whether you ended the relationship or your partner ended the relationship, it's definitely going to take time to heal. That's very obvious. You're going to go through the grieving period sometimes you know, it's kind of almost like a death. It's like you're in denial, then you're sad, then you're mad, then you're angry. You can't believe it's true. And that's totally a normal feeling when you're going through a breakup. It's Breakups are the worst. And if you're going through one right now, I'm sorry. You will get through this. And I hope that this episode helps you in any way. And if you did get cheated on, that's one of literally the worst feelings ever. I've gotten cheated on a couple times, unfortunately. It's just, it feels awful. It's, you know, you chose that person. And it's like, why did you put me in this situation and, and you know, break that loyalty? It's hurtful. It's so, it. I think being cheated on and when someone's unloyal to you, it's one of the hardest things to overcome. But... Just know that as time goes on, you will reflect, you will understand like, you know what, I'm better off without that person. And you will maybe never understand why they did it because most times people cheat for dumb reasons. Um, They're unhappy, but there's no reason to cheat on someone. And quite frankly, that person should have just said, hey, look, I 
want to do this and I don't want to hurt you. So, you know, I'm going to end this right now. I would so much rather that even if it was two minutes before that the person was going to cheat on me, like just fucking end it. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, so a few things here. I'm going to tell some stories of my breakups. I'm going to give a ton of advice that I've gotten from some listeners. Thank you guys for your endless uh, input on my stories and hearing your stories um, and advice and tips and tricks. So thank you guys so much for everything that you've sent. So the first thing is you have to understand when you break, when you get broken up with no matter what side you're on, your body is so used to getting the doses of dopamine, which is the natural chemical, the your pleasurable sensations, and your serotonin, which is the hormone that stabilizes our mind and feelings. So our body is used to getting those doses from this person, whether that be from a text message, a phone call, a kiss, a hug, a dinner date, sex, and then it just stops. So it's understandable if you're like, your body is in shock. It's different. Your body is lacking that. And it's totally normal to feel crazy right after a breakup. Like your body was so used to, you know, seeing that person, getting that dopamine from that person. And it's And you can feel crazy after a breakup. It is so normal to feel crazy after a breakup. But it's something that you will learn to, you know, it might be slow process, but it will slowly get better and your body will adjust to being, you know, getting dopamine from elsewhere, whether that be a new activity that you're doing Or maybe you do a workout and you feel fucking great after. Because who doesn't feel great after a workout? Or whether that be some retail therapy. Whether that being fucking someone new. Like that's always, you know, I hear that all the time is, oh, to get over a breakup is getting on top of someone else or whatever. I might be saying that wrong. But um, so it's okay to feel like your whole body is just like in complete shock heartbreak is literally a thing like it feels like your heart is broken into a million pieces and I can think back on some of mine and just like you feel like helpless and it's so hard to just like comprehend like oh why did this person break up with me or why is this happening to me you know you always ask the what ifs and why is this happening to me and um you know how could this be happening to me right now I'm this age and now I'm gonna be single But really, everything happens for a reason. Sometimes maybe you need a shakeup, a change in your life because that person was not your person. You broke up and it sucks so bad, but just really try to keep telling in your head, that person was not me. That person was not right for me. And if you're tempted to send that text or email, pause and write it down. That's such good advice. To just get it all out, but don't send something, you know, being in communication with your ex when you're in like a low vibe. I think that is something that is so hard. You know, you just broke up yesterday or, you know, last week and you're like, oh my God, I want to reach out and just talk to them because X, Y, and Z. But 
it's so hard to, you know, be in that limbo of, you know, slowly starting, stopping to talk to them. And it's hard. It's so hard to just, you know, you talk every single day for however long you were together and all of a sudden it just stops and you're lacking that. And so what you should do and what I recommend is just staying busy. I feel like that's a huge thing in, you know, going through a breakup is, you know, you're you're going to be thinking about them and that's normal. That's That's totally, you know, fair. And so staying busy, keeping your mind occupied, um, you know, having a great support system, go out and do something new, you know, maybe whether that's like going to a freaking farmer's market on a Wednesday night or going to a movie, um, you know, going for a ride, taking a drive, listen to some music, or maybe it's a bicycle ride. Maybe it's a new workout. Maybe go try yoga, Pilates, just try something new to keep your mind occupied. I think that that is advice that every single person will tell someone if they're going through a breakup, just stay busy. So I remember the last time I got broken up with, it was a couple years ago and I was madly in love. Um, It was the guy I was dating that had children and we went on a winter ski trip for about five days and we had never been together for that long of a period and I could tell he was kind of off the last like day or so and we actually left a day early because it started to rain and he was just acting very very strange I knew something was off but I was trying not to pry and a couple days later he ended up breaking up with me on the phone and I was just absolutely broken and it was horrible I was just bawling my eyes out on the phone with him and it was just not a fun situation and you know some of the things he said were hurtful and saying that we're not compatible and just like it dug deep and it took me a long time to fully get over it and and definitely just having a great support system I think is probably the most important thing just making sure you have those people that you can talk to and just call up at any time and you know keep you busy invite you to things even if it's just to sit and hang out at someone's house like it's just so important to Um, be busy and keep your mind occupied because no matter what the situation is, no matter what the breakup situation was, there is someone else better for you. Manifest it, believe it. It will get better and you will come out so much stronger. I feel like every single relationship that anyone goes through, you come out of it learning more about yourself, learning, you know, what you want in the next relationship. And just definitely like understanding your wants and your needs. And maybe you weren't receiving all of your wants and needs. Maybe you'll look back and reflect on that relationship and realize, oh my gosh, you know, there was a few good things, but I actually wasn't satisfied in my love language. He didn't give me, you know, my physical touch or words of affirmation. He never put the quality time in that I needed. Um, you know, when you kind of look at it from the outside, you'll probably realize there was not 
as many things that were so great and you'll realize, you know what, there were some things that I weren't, I wasn't happy with. And, you know, maybe that's not the case. Maybe this person you thought was 100% perfect for you and you're questioning, how am I ever going to get over this? And how am I going to move on? And really, it's, it's time, it's energy, and it's self-reflecting. And I'm going to give you guys so many tips. I literally have like two pages of tips that you guys gave me. And some of these are really so powerful and motivating and inspiring and just trying to move on from your your heartbreak. Um, but really do understand that there is someone else out there. Don't ever think, you know, no matter what age you are, no matter what you're going through in your life, no matter what situation you know, you are in, you will find someone. And I know it never feels like that once you, you know, get broken up with or have to end a relationship. It's so hard to like comprehend being with someone else, picturing yourself with someone else, picturing your ex with someone else. But over time, those feelings will change. It will, you know, your mind is just like so tunnel vision right now, but it will get better and you will, um, it will change and you will stop thinking about that person with someone else. So I want to share a few things here that you guys shared with me about getting over a breakup, some tips and tricks, and I really hope that this helps at least one person in this world. I would be so happy. All right, so the first one is, it's okay to cry it out, have bad days. Take time for you, call someone, vent. Take all things that remind you of them, put it away. Don't throw them away until you're 100% ready. Just don't keep the things that remind you of them visible to, to upset you. Unfriend or block them for the time being so you aren't watching their every move. Don't be pressured to move on until you are ready. There is no set timeline that states when your heart should be healed. I love that advice because you know what? Every single breakup is different. And if you're going through one, don't ever feel pressured to start dating right away. Or maybe your friends are like, oh, well, I'll hook you up with this person and this person. And if you're not ready for that or you don't want that, literally just say, hey, look, like I want to do that on my own time. I'm not ready for that right now. Definitely express that if someone is trying to like, you know, push dating on you again, if you're not ready, because you know what, there is no timeline on when you should start dating again. It's honestly, whenever you feel comfortable, whenever you feel ready, whenever you feel healed, loved that advice. Another person wrote, block their number, social accounts, focus on healing, not hurting by seeing that. Also love that because I know I've definitely been through breakups. My friends have been through breakups and that's all you do is you stalk their Instagram and their freaking Facebook. And what are they doing? Snapchatting. Like it's, it's exhausting. And in my opinion, it's better to just, you know, delete them, unfriend them and just leave it at that. I'm sure that your ex will understand. Um, It's not being immature. I think it's literally just being aware of what your needs um what you need and I think it's totally fine to unfriend and block whatever you need to do another person wrote reflect on what you want and don't want in your next relationship 
I think that this is great advice um, because when you end a relationship, you know, there's things that you liked. I'm sure there's things that you didn't really like. Maybe there's some things that you hated every single time it happened and you were like, oh my God, why the hell am I still in this? Uh, So just really reflecting on things that you, you know, maybe enjoyed and things that you were like, oh my God, I hated when this person does that and take that to your next relationship. I think that that is so important. The next one is journaling, writing your thoughts and how you feel in that moment. You can look back and see your progress. I think that a lot of people have expressed online and I don't know, I've read so many things that writing things down really just gets it out of your system. It feels good to just get it all out, write it down. But I like the idea of while you're going through a breakup to write down your progress and how you're feeling in the moments of, you know, maybe you're falling apart and you're like um, just a crying mess and that's totally okay. Don't feel guilty about that, but just write it all down. And so then you can, you know, slowly build up to clearing your mind from the breakup and you know as you're journaling along I'm sure your you know your feelings will progress and get better I love that idea next one is stay busy do things with friends and family I think that this is a good one so I want to share a little story with you guys Um, when I moved back from Idaho, me and my ex broke up, he broke up with me. I ended up moving all of my stuff out of our apartment. I had to stop school. I was in college. I had to stop some of my classes. I had to sell my car. I had to quit my jobs. I had to pack up all my stuff in 13 boxes, ship them to Massachusetts all within 12 days because I was... I was just so upset. Everything reminded me of the, of him. And I was just like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be with my family in Massachusetts. So I literally did all of those crazy life-changing things in 12 days while going through a breakup. And we didn't even really say bye to each other. So it was very, very, very excruciating. And I just remember thinking, like, how am I ever going to recover from this? I really was in a very low point in my life. It was awful I just remember it still to this day and I just was like this is this is terrible like I did not really want to move back but I felt like that was my only option and I really just wanted to be surrounded by my family at that time because that was such a hard experience to go through and so you know they kept me really busy and um, you know I had a very great support system so that was so important Next one is, I loved this idea, make a bucket list for yourself, have fun with it. So I think that this is really cool. It can be simple things like, oh, I want to go to dinner and then I want to go to a bar with my one of my girlfriends. Um, or it could be something like, go on a date and do something I've never done. You know, it can be anything. Uh, but I did love that idea, kind of make it fun for yourself. Um, maybe try a new activity, maybe um, go to a painting class, go to go do something exciting and experience something new. Keep your keeping your mind occupied. So I really like that idea bucket list. The next one is if you can go on a trip, whether that be a day trip, a weekend trip, maybe a week long trip, do that. Get it off, get the breakup off your mind. 
I know that my mom was so sweet whenever I was going through a breakup. She would always be like, all right, Janae, come on, let's go. We're going to Maine. And she would just surprise me and we'd go there for the weekend and just go shopping, eat at delicious restaurants, go to like some rooftop bars and just like enjoy ourselves, have some ice cream. I just, I love that she did that for me. Um, And if you feel comfortable, you can you know, do it alone. I don't know if I would really recommend that just because that's the last thing you want to do is be alone. But if that's, you know, maybe you're, um, an introvert and you would, you love, you crave being alone. Maybe you could do a solo trip, but I would recommend bringing at least someone so you can enjoy yourselves and just, you know, talk, vent, cry, whatever, but just to see, new things and take your mind off the breakup, I think is great advice. This is one of my favorites. Seek a therapist, um, someone that you can connect with. I see a lady um, therapist right now. She's amazing. You can refer to my episode number five. Um, I talk all about mental health and shedding awareness on it. Um, I share my tips and tricks for overcoming anxiety and stress. So definitely check back on that episode. If you have any questions about, you know, talking to a therapist, um, maybe you're nervous to, or, you know, you don't know how to go about it, definitely reach out to me. I would love to share my experience and, you know, share how I got one during COVID. Therapy is one of the best things that I've ever done. And you're really investing in yourself. All of my friends that have, you know, talked about therapy with me or wanted to go, I always try to say it's literally investing in yourself. And I love that way of thinking about it. Because you're not crazy. You're not fucked up. You literally are investing in yourself and understanding yourself better. And at the end, you're going to be so much stronger because you're going to understand why you think certain things or why you do certain things. And I love therapy. Highly, highly recommend. Okay. The next one is surround yourself with supportive people. Listen to podcasts, do activities you haven't done in a while. Love it. Next one is nothing meant for you will miss you. I love that. That is so true because you know what? That person that broke up with you is not your person. And, you know, you might think of, oh, but maybe we'll work in the future. Um, I feel like all exes are exes for a reason. And nine times out of ten, they don't usually work out if you, you know, break up. Um, I mean, depending on the situation. But usually it doesn't and I feel like nothing meant for you will just walk out of your life everything that's meant for you will happen the way it's supposed to happen the next one is every failed relationship each date you go on brings you one step closer to your forever I always had this mindset while I was dating I always thought you know I could run into five bad dates but you know what that sixth one, it could be the one. And it's funny because before I met Tyler, I seriously got ditched four times by, I think, three dudes. And I literally was just like, 
what the actual fuck and then when I met Tyler you know the days leading up to the date I was like oh my god am I gonna get ditched again and no I didn't get ditched and look at us now almost a year later like everything happens the way it's supposed to and I love I love that um advice don't stress too much over what they are doing that is a big one I know it's super hard and you're gonna definitely have to train your mind to think that way but at the same time they're probably going to be thinking what you're doing and just try so hard not to stress over it and that's where I think it's helpful to kind of alleviate the situation with you know unfriending blocking blocking their numbers social media accounts just so you're not constantly thinking oh well what are they doing what are they posting Um, I think that's really a great tip Challenge yourself to say yes. Go on every date and party you're invited to. You never know who you're going to meet. Also, very valid. When I was single, um, you know, if I was ever invited to something, I always, you know, tried to go if I could. Because that's so true. You never know who you're going to meet. And I mean, one of the best ways to meet someone, in my opinion, is through, you know, friends or family members, you know, friends of friends. Um, You never know who's going to be, you know, at the party that you go to or, um, you know, go on a first date and and just have fun with it. And if you're nervous, talk to me. I can help you with those first date nerves for sure. The next one is take time for yourself. When you feel like you've healed, slowly move at your own pace. Like we said, there's no timeline on when you should be in a next relationship I mean, maybe you're the type of person that wants to jump into something. I don't usually recommend that just because I think that how are you supposed to jump into something else and love and care for that person when you're still hurting inside? Heal yourself first so you can be your best self for your next relationship. Growth is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. That, I read that and that hit hard. I was like, oh yes, that's going on the podcast. Because you know what? If someone doesn't want you, if someone does not want you, why would you want them? The feeling of feeling unwanted is one of the worst feelings. I mean, why would you want to be with someone that doesn't like you, doesn't want you? Like, you should be with someone who cherishes you, who, you know supports you in all of the things that you want to do that makes you happy that makes you laugh that does all the things for you kind considerate not selfish um I feel like why would you want to be with someone when they don't want you that's I mean that's common sense I feel like and that's a huge indicator I think you know when someone ends a relationship is you know what I deserve better than that and I will get better than that and I will find someone else. It's hard to see a life with someone and then it just gets pulled out from under you. Very true, very valid. Um, And that's what I was saying earlier. It's so hard to comprehend, you know, you were planning, you know, you were planning a life with this person. Um, You know, maybe you already had your children's names picked out or maybe you decided oh we want to buy a house in this town or this area and it can be very hard to forget about those plans it's like okay now I'm starting from scratch but let that be 
the time where you think about what you want and oh what is my next partner and me you know what is what is our life going to be like it might be different and that's okay but that's what's going to be right for you because this last relationship was not your guy or girl it will take time for that to click and when the relationship ends you may be hurt for a long time but it's better to end it now than a year from now because obviously that time together knowing that it would be a breakup is just more hard to get over and overcome Uh, so I guess I always try to think in perspective of you know at least it's happening right now and at least I have time to recover from the breakup and find myself again I think that's great you will learn and reflect things that you didn't like in the relationship and you will set new expectations in your new relationship I think that that's one of the greater things of you know going through a breakup is learning okay yep these are the things that I liked about this person these are things that were non-negotiable that's why we broke up and bringing those new expectations into your next relationship. For instance, maybe the person that you were with never made time for you. They never scheduled a date night. You always had to create the date nights. So going into your next relationship, you can, you know, kind of have in the back of your mind, I want someone that is going to make the time for me, that is going to want to hang out with me that they will create, you know, date nights and hangout sessions and stuff like that. I think that that was a huge factor in me and Tyler's relationship that I had never had before. He always made time for me, even though his schedule is very different than my schedule. He always came through, even if it was, you know, a weird hour, like when he got out of work, he always came through and always made me a priority. And that's a huge thing too. If someone is not making you a priority or they're you're their second option, then see ya, bro. Like you should be the top priority and it shouldn't be like pulling teeth to hang out. And if it is, then that's probably not your person because it should be easy. It shouldn't be difficult. And if someone wants to see you, if someone wants to text you, if someone wants to communicate you with you, they will. And you won't be confused. I think that that is a huge thing that I've noticed the last couple of years with dating is if someone wants to be with me, they will. And if they don't and I'm confused, then that's just not my person. All right. I just have a few more here for you guys. Enjoy the single life. Every date is a new opportunity, even if it doesn't go well. Great advice. Um... I know that every single date that I've ever been on, I mean, I can vouch that I've made this podcast mainly for all of my crazy dates and, you know, um, just all the experiences that I've experienced. And yeah, every date is a new opportunity. You never know how it's going to go. And even if it goes bad, even if it's a shitty date, even if the guy is boring or maybe he's just a weirdo and you're like, I don't see this working out at all. It's a story. It's a story to tell. And hey, worst case, it it's just a story. And best case scenario, that's going to be the guy that you're dating, you know? Always go into a date just excited. I don't ever say to have high expectations because then you're just going to, you know, if it doesn't go well, then you're disappointed. And I never, ever want people to be disappointed it's more of okay well that's in go well that's fine I never have to see that person again I think that that's 
so far. All right, my last tip. So obviously in a relationship, you do things together. You watch shows together. You go out to restaurants together. Maybe you go to the movies together. And all of those things are going to remind you of the person. But maybe you watch a show together every single week. And now that you're broken up, you feel that void in your life. But this is how you're going to solve it. You're going to switch it up. You are going to watch that show with your friend. You are going to go out, say you went out on date night on Thursdays. You are going to instead go to your girlfriend's house and maybe make dinner together. Maybe you guys are going to go to the movies together. Maybe you guys are going to go get a mani-pedi together. Make sure whatever situations that you used to do with your ex, you are filling those with different people. Maybe, you know, you used to go to ice cream every single Friday. Instead, go and bring, you know, have ice, have an ice cream party at your house. Like just fill those things so you're not thinking about your ex and switch it up and make it a fun event for you and your friend or your family member or your child. That I think is such a huge thing in a relationship is you're constantly going to be thinking about that moment that you had together but just try to switch your mindset and you can still do that activity or watch the show but just in a different way and you will learn as time goes on and it will feel better not doing it with that person okay everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode i know it was a little heavy But I really have been wanting to do this breakup episode for a while. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Please reach out if you have any topics, questions, advice that you would like me to talk about and discuss. As always, please email me at mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. DM me, rate, review, subscribe, all of the things. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.